What is the one thing that mankind has struggled, if you believe the Bible since the days of Adam and Eve? One thing that I believe captures the essence of our issues with God, which in the result, as a result of, captures the essence of our problems with each other. I don't like you, you don't like me. The reason we don't is because we're not connected to God, both of us, and thinking, thinking like he thinks. Hi, uh, I'm Dan Boone. Good to see you. Uh, let's talk about it tomorrow. Uh, yeah, that's what it's all about, that you have taken some time out of your schedule to do this. Really blesses me, honors me. I think that uh, we'll give you some thought-provoking things to think about today and to carry through the week, and then we'll pick up uh, on this particular series, if you would, uh, next week as we kind of cut it in half because we only do about 15 minutes or so. So uh, we'll do one part of it this week and then the next part next week. There's something that has really bothered me recently about being able to discuss things with people. And it seems like there's a very important root cause that a lot of times we overlook. Let me just give you an example. I want to read a couple of quick paragraphs here uh, from the latest edition of the uh, Oklahoma Council for Public Affairs uh, magazine. And it goes this way. It says, Americans know the woke revolution threatens their liberty, but it also gives rise to some immediate nightmares. Some of them have already come to pass. That's uh, like police afraid to do their jobs. Cargo ports don't work. And, and some haven't arrived yet. What if our bridges collapse because they were designed by a woke highway engineer? What if the woke doctor won't treat us because he disagrees with our views? It's worth examining. We know that nationwide medicine is getting major injections of woke ideology. And as OCPA's Ray Carter recently reported, the American Medical Association has embraced critical race theory, vowing to use lenses of racial gender, LGBTQ+, disability, class, and social justices, and has called for removing sex designations from birth certificates. That's an end of a quote, by the way. Meanwhile, the Oklahoma State Medical Association is working to, quote, strip parents of the right to choose if their children wear masks in schools. Okay, that's enough read. Now, right now, every one of you, every person that is looking at this video today has already made up your mind about that. You either loved those comments, you hated those comments, you agreed with it or disagreed, or some semblance of, uh, one, of one of several of those. You thought it was uh, something that was well put, or you thought that these guys are on another planet. And, and, and that's what's important that we need to understand, that we all look at the same material through different lenses. I look at it through one color lens, so to speak, and you look at it through another. And so what we're trying to do is get to the bottom of some of the new things that are out there and really dig up what do we need to keep and what do we need to throw away and what do we need to put on the shelf. And so... I always try to go back to the nature and character of God. 
the nature and character of God, He never changes. He's immutable, never changes. And He is totally selfless. He has only our best in mind. And He's all-knowing. So He's smarter than me, which means, okay, God, what do we do with this? Or what do we do with that? And of course, the Bible is a good place to go to be able to use as a reference book. I, uh, I've noticed that there's a couple of things that I've noted in some of the new movements uh, in the congruity that they, a lot of them are. They're all working together, uh, different names, but basically have the same root cause to it. And so I want to get into a couple aspects of those today. Um, actually, just make it one today and one next time because uh, we don't have time to discuss both of them today. But let's look at something. Let's look at, hmm, let's take race, for instance. Is everything in our country racial? Is it supposed to be? Uh, are we supposed to be colorblind? Are we supposed to uh, be color-specific? Uh, are we going to do as Martin Luther King Jr. said? Are we going to be able to judge somebody on their character or not the color of their skin? Or are we going to color, uh, use the color of skin as the litmus paper to find out if we like this person or not or want to listen to what they have to say? So how come everything seems to be racist to some people and to others it's not? Well, that's because of the way we look at it. We look at it differently. Uh, I want to use a biblical passage as one that I, I love to share with quite a bit because I think it means a whole lot. Uh, this particular passage uh, would apply to Christians who are really serious about their Christianity. It would apply to Christians who aren't. It would apply to people who aren't Christians. They're coming from a totally different mindset. But it would be a, a positive encouragement for them to consider and to move towards. And then it also talks about us as individual people because God created us, if you agree with the biblical concept of creation. God created us and put in us every ingredient that we have uh, the capacity to, to keep. He didn't put all those things in us. <laughs> For instance, God didn't put sin in us, but He gave us the capacity to be able to sin because of free will. So it's up to us to choose what we want to do, how we're going to do it, how we're going to relate to God, or if we believe there is a God, or believe that there's not a God, uh, or if we believe that God's good for an hour on Sunday morning and I'll see you next week, or if we want to follow Him on a daily basis. Those are all considerations that all of us have, and even take any one of those, and we still have a lot of different people who are going to look at it a lot of different ways. Say, I'd like to take a break for a few minutes here just to be able to share some things with you about our church. Church of Tomorrow is located in Oklahoma City, 6800 North Bryan Avenue, right where I-44 runs into I-35. Great location, nice large building. We use a small auditorium because we're less than a thousand people right now. So anyway, uh, we want you to uh, uh, come and enjoy a service with us 10 a.m. Sunday morning. 7 p.m. Wednesday night. Now, Sunday mornings, it's a full-blown worship service with uh, great Christian worship music, teaching, many other things to take place. Wednesday nights are really special because we're dealing mostly with current events through biblical eyes. So um, 
we, we get in a lot of controversial subjects, but we teach. We don't just sit there and talk about something. We actually get into the, the real basis of it. So some of the things that you are hearing on our podcast, we go into detail on those Wednesday nights. You're invited. Come see us. If you have a home church, you stay in that home church, but come visit us if you'd like on Wednesday nights. A lot of churches don't do Wednesday night like we do. And remember that the church of tomorrow will be like the days when Jesus walked the earth with signs and wonders and most importantly, changed lives. God bless. This scripture comes from the first part of Romans 12. Uh, verse 1, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your body as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. So God wants us to be able to present our bodies to Him, holy and pleasing to Him. It says this is your spiritual act of worship. So if, if you want to be a spiritual person, one of the things that we can do is present our bodies holy and acceptable to God. If our body pleases Him, then that's cool. That's good. And you know what? It doesn't change God one way or the other. It doesn't upset Him or, or make Him jump up and down and do spins. It helps us. And that's what we need to understand. God is trying to help us. He's trying to take us from point A to point B without having a disruption in the middle. How about getting on the road with bridges on it already instead of building a bridge before you can cross it to the other side? He continues with, do not conform any longer to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what's God's will, His good, His pleasing, His perfect will. In other words, if, if we want to be on a spiritual journey, if we will forget what the world says, the people out there, what, what that is, and we will take in consideration the things of God. Peter, in one of the epistles he wrote, he says, I write you to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. For by grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance to the measure of faith God has given you. Right here, God says, think. <laughs> he says, think. How many of us have been guilty? besides me, of not thinking about something when we're confronted with something. We let our mouth uh, be in action and our brain still hadn't kicked in yet, so to speak. And see, this is good advice. I don't care where you're, if you're a Hindu or Muslim or uh, New Age or whatever you are, you know, don't think of yourself more highly than you are, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. Look at the person in the mirror and say, what am I doing? Why did I say that? What am I gonna say? Those are very important things, critically important to the wellness of our lives. So I want to encourage you to, to think. You know, uh, back in the, uh, the Gospels, uh, John the Baptist and Jesus both said, repent, and th that's the message that they started with. And repent means to think uh, differently, to reconsider, uh, to be able to ponder uh, what we're getting into and to line up with God. And whether you want to line up with God or not, it's your choice. It is your choice. What is the one thing that mankind has struggled? If you believe the Bible since the days of Adam and Eve, one thing that I believe captures the essence of our issues with God 
which in the result, as a result of, captures the essence of our problems with each other. I don't like you, you don't like me, the reason we don't is because we're not connected to God, both of us. And thinking, thinking like he thinks. Well, what do I mean by that? Okay, Adam and Eve, the first people on earth, decided that they wanted to be like God and know the difference between good and evil. <laughs> they wanted to be like God. I said, they wanted to be like God. Actually, they're not the first beings that ever had that idea. Lucifer did in heaven before they were ever created. He was an angel and he became the dark angel, a demon, the chief demons, uh, the devil. And it's because he wanted to exalt himself above the Most High. He wanted to be his God. He wanted to, to, to rule and reign. <coughs> Pardon me. And the, the essence of this is that when we don't align ourselves with the will of God, we're in for some trouble sooner or later. And when we don't align with God, I can never align with you because I'm going to look at things differently than you are and you can't align with me. Or however, that the, the worldview that we would take, and the worldview is nothing more than just the way the world looks at it, or the way your view of the world, I should say. Uh, the worldview it, it itself is a worldview, the view of the world and people look at it through the business things, the political things, uh, all those type of things according to the knowledge of man rather than the, the wisdom of God. So this is so important that we grab this. And, and how do you look at the world? How do you look at each other? How do you look at your spouse if you're married, your kids, your parents, your neighbors, your friends? Are you looking at them with an openness to be able to realize they're created in the image of God and they are worth every bit of your attention to be able to share with them effectiveness and to be able to give them an opportunity to share with you? You, know, you may not believe the things that I believe and you may not share the things that, uh, that I would share. That's okay. Can we sit down and have a communication on what we do believe, what we do share? How are, where are we alike? Are there any things together that we can agree on rather than just shouting or yelling or calling people names or whatever? Just blasting people out because you think they might think differently than you are. That's the reason that we cannot get anything done in this day and time like we should. Because we have different viewpoints, we see things differently, and we're not willing to take the time to sit down and talk from one person to the next and listen what the other one has to say and then come up with some sort of an agreement. Like, hey, here's what I hear you saying and I believe I can agree with you on this. This other thing, I don't agree with you on it. And the reason I don't is because, okay, and I, I share that part of it. Are you share that part of it? I've invited people many times to come down and just, hey, let's sit down and talk about it. I don't care what your view is. Let's talk about it and let's see if we have some things commonly in place that we can agree on. I, I just really believe that we probably do. Now, it may be very little or it may be a whole lot. And you may be looking at it from one direction and I'm another, but we come to find out, hey, you know, they're right and I'm right too. I just see part of the picture. They see part of the picture. I need you. 
I need you to be able to reflect what's going on. And I need to be able to understand how the path behind you actually was walked by you. We can't look at the future until we know where we've come from. And when we look at the future, we can do it together and align ourselves, if not perfectly the same, maybe just one or two or three or four important items. And then from that, hey, if it's not important, big honking deal. So you like chocolate ice cream and I like strawberry. Who cares? If it's not important, let's let everybody just have their own way to do it. If you want to dye your hair green, go ahead and dye your hair green. I can't dye mine green because I don't have enough to dye. <laughs> okay? But that shouldn't upset me a bit. It shouldn't upset me if you've got tats and I don't have tats or vice versa or whatever. That's, that's superficial compared to understanding the heart of each other. So let's think about this between now and next week. And let's think about the things that um, really, really are pertinent to our lives and how important they are. God loves you so much that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever should believe in Him should not perish but have life everlasting. And if you're on a search to find out about that or to deepen your pathway with that, we certainly want to invite you to come see us at Church of Tomorrow. In the meantime, be sure and subscribe, like, and watch our podcast every week. We'll have something new and something fresh, and I'll see you next week as we continue The Worldview.